Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in. This is episode 246, 246, put that together, and that's two sixes. A two plus a four equals a six. This is episode 66. We're almost back to 69. Wah, wah, wah! If you add two, four, and six, you get 12. If you add one and two from 12, you get three. Boom! Not a- 69! Sure. Three times. No, I can't get there. All right. My name is Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. I know math. You know math. Welcome, Minions. Yes. The Minions know math, and they know this is episode 66 in disguise. It's really not. It's episode 246. 246 weeks. Which has no significance whatsoever. Nope. So, uh, Tim, what are we drinking? We are drinking uh, kind of a different... Fancy copper cups. Yes. We're kind of going with a different tasty treat theme for this week uh we've done a couple cocktails along the show um, we have including those bizarre cold remedy ones i did those weren't terrible we should do those before packs again those were shockingly not as bad as i thought they'd be Um, this is a more traditional cocktail this is a simple one it's great in the summer um it's really simple anybody can do it it's literally well first of all what is it it's the moscow mule it's a vodka based drink it's got just three ingredients unless you count the ice it's got vodka it's got ginger beer and it's got lime juice so basically, all you need to do is do like a mm. more or less two to one ratio of vodka to um, ginger beer. Nice. And then you squeeze some lime juice in it, and you're good to go. And yeah, it's refreshing. It's delicious. With a nice bite of the ginger Port beer. Port over ice. Yeah, port over ice. And the traditional way, of course, is a copper cup, which we are doing. We are. Thank We're you. Traditionalist. Um, cheers. Cheers. So this is uh, the way it's normally made, and we'll do something. We'll mix it up a little bit for the second half of the of the show. Nice. Thank you for supplying the tasty treat this week, Tim. Yes, of course. Um, hey, Tim. So, uh, fucking fences. Um, why are you fucking fences? Are you fucking them in the knot holes? Yeah, I hope it doesn't get a knot hole. You're gonna get splinters where you do not want to get splinters. Yeah, that's uh, very inevitable. You're gonna have like a really awkward doctor experience. I'm. They might have seen worse. What do you? Why are you fucking? Your so, fence? if like we'll look out after like the break we'll look out the window and i'll show you the top of the fence just looks like shit it's all weatherized okay and like just like kind of like some of the corners around this house the builders cut costs where they could Mm -hmm. so instead of doing multiple layers of like stain on the fence and it was brand new wood pretty sure they only did one (laughs) and then it sat for three years or sat for two years exactly what guess how many layers of stain are on my fence zero yep Yep. Well, that's not going to fly with my wife. Nope. So, or really me, because it bugs me just as bad because yes, I'm the one who's I know you're, you're good at, at um, keeping taking care of your lawn and your. So, I got some quotes because I was like, man, the summer's almost up. I possibly get a new job. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't want to spend my time. It's going to be like a whole weekend, basically two weekends commitment. Because, you know, I'll get into how, how you have to do it here in a minute. Um, oh, please do. And uh, so I got some quotes. Uh huh. Dude, one quote was like twenty two hundred bucks to paint your fence. To st- to clean it and stain the fence, twenty two hundred dollars. Wow. The other guy was like eleven hundred dollars, but that's still fucking outrageous. Well, how many hours does it take? Well, it's gonna take me a weekend. So is that sixteen hours? Oh, give me an idea. Oh, 
maybe 20. Okay. And then does that quote include all the materials? Yeah. Honestly, I know it's a lot, but that doesn't sound unreasonable. Okay, but okay, here's the thing. Yes. So the part that is only really showing age is the top and the bottom of the fence right now. But you can't just do that part. It'll have like it look like exactly. A candy so that's cane. what they've quoted me for. If I want to do the whole fence, it jumps. The guy who's at eleven hundred dollars jumps up to three thousand, and the guy who's already at like twenty two hundred jumps up to four grand. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking. I'll fucking do a lot of people's fences for four grand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, so maybe you got your new job there, bud. Next or this weekend, after we get back, because uh, my wife and I are getting away Friday night. Yeah, tomorrow. No, wait, Friday night. Um, Saturday, I'm gonna start prepping, and then Sunday, I'm gonna power wash the fence, and I'm gonna let it dry for a week. Cause mm-hmm. It has to be bone dry. So I'm going to turn off my sprinklers because I can do that my handy-dandy uh, Orbit Beehive smart app that we talked about a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, I believe, and uh, let that fence dry. And then the uh, weekend of August 2nd, 2K19, mm-hmm. um, we're going to stain the fence. So I'm going to use a roller. So like, there's a sprayer that you can do, but if you really want to like press and like make that wood absorb... <laughs> Ask my wife sometime about me spraying a fence. I'm doing that now. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up rolling and then brushing the the fence. But I'm gonna do at least one coat. I might do two. We'll see. Cool. Yep. Um. What about Tingle? Hey, Tim, why don't you go with your weekend? I'll, I'll catch up. Sure. I did fun stuff. Like, you can do your, your yard and lawn care. I mean, um, I enjoy I get to listen to podcasts. That's true, I guess. Um, took the whole family. We saw an independent um, film at the Clinton Street called Zilla and What's Zoe. the Clinton Street? Is that like is that where Bill Clinton like lives? No, it's an actual. It's a street called Clinton. It has is nothing it to do named with, after him? No. Because it's very Portlandy to name things after sure, people. Right, but it's been around way before he was president. Was there it, another Clinton that was famous? Possibly. Like Clinton there's, Eastwood? There's George Clinton. There's, like, there's a musician. I don't know. I don't know why it has Oh, George Clinton. That makes way more sense. Portland's all about music. All right. It's, it's before, official. It's before George either of those people. No. God damn it, Tim. Why um, can't you just I've have I've talked this? about this theater before. It's the one that has the longest running, continuous, every week showing of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, Like over 30 years, I want to say, or something ridiculous. Your like wife that. says she doesn't know what you're talking about. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad she forgot. Um, yeah, there was a time in our first house when I was like you and tried to take care of things, and I'm terrible at it. Um, so I actually tried to spray um, stain onto my fence. Yeah. It's piss. It's piss thin. Well, it just goes everywhere. Yeah, I ended up having to repaint my neighbor's side of his house. Yeah, that's the reason why I'm afraid. Like One guy was like, yeah, I I'm thought it was doing great, and then I looked over the, the fence, and I saw, like, spatter. I'm like, oh, God, oh, no. And then I ran over there with, like, rags, and it wouldn't come off. I'm like, well, great. So I'm going to paint my neighbor's house now. So I did. So one side of his house had fresh paint. It was great. Wow. That's hilarious to me that she's forgotten that. I just asked about it again. Um, that's funny because both the quotes for, were for a sprayer. So I messaged one of them back, and it was like, hey, I went down to buy the, the paint so I could get a little bit cheaper possibly than what you quoted. And the guy was like, yeah, don't use a sprayer, especially next to a house. 
And yep. you said you were going to spray it on that side of the house, and the guy hasn't responded. So I'm pretty sure he re- withdrew well, his quote. Bad things happen. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so Zola and Zoe is the story of... <laughs> your, your wife. Uh, wait, actually, is he talking about the time he stained the fence and stained the whole damn side of the house? <laughs> <laughs> Not our house. Um, yeah, that was great. Um, so Zilla and Zoe is this fun little story about these two sisters. Their dad is a single dad. And one of the sisters, the younger one, is, like, trying to make a horror movie. Dream daddy. And, like, she's always, like, making, like, messes with fake blood. And it's set in Portland. It was a lot of fun. And this is a play? No, nope, it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah, it was a fun little movie. Um, so I, we had a good time. We laughed a lot. Um, nice. And then we saw another horror-related movie uh, the day before at um, Rusty... Rusty Gra- Nail? No, Rusty Grape, I think it's called. The winery that's up in uh, Battleground, I think. I think it's called Rusty Grape. Anyway, there's a winery. Oh, Rusty Vineyard? I think it's Rusty Grape, though. Okay. I yeah, care. I know which one you're talking about. It's the one wine. that has the two dogs? Sure. Oh, okay. I know there's one. It comes around and begs for scraps. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. So they put up a screen and they're playing movies. Um, so we had a nice little dinner. <laughs> What's my wife saying now? Your wife just messaged, sometimes I swear he fucks up household tax just on purpose so he never has to do them again. He hasn't stained a fucking fence since. <laughs> It's a successful strategy. There you go. Uh, Life hack. Uh, all you young, awesome. married, all young married men out there, fuck up a task so spectacularly bad she'll never ask you to do it again. This is amazing. Zach, Zach still hasn't learned this one. I love doing it though. So, I I I'd never. You never hear me bitching about it. I know. It's, you know, I really do need to do something about my front lawn since we're turning this into lawn to, to our talk. I need at least you just help me plan it. Like this yeah. is what the steps we need to do. Um, it's gonna be expensive. I'm I'm worried that the root structure of the tree I cut down is just all over the place. I don't know what to do about it. Hmm. it We're going to have fun, guys. This is where I come how in. How do you feel about rock gardens? Oh, actually, I should drive you by uh, Rick and Andy's house. Yeah. Uh, uh, watch my son on Tuesday uh-huh. and show you what they did. I think that you might actually be up for something like what they did. I, I don't know if this lawn is salvageable as a lawn without, like you said, ridiculous amounts of money and we'll time. We'll see. Anyway, all right. So uh, at the winery, we saw um, Little Shop of Horrors, which is like the story of a florist who gets this. Uh, basically, it looks like a Venus flytrap, but it likes to eat blood people. So you would like that part. I would like that. And it was honestly really funny. Like I've seen it before, but it's been many, many years. Um, it's an older movie. I want to say like maybe eighties. Okay. Um, but it's got Steve Martin and um, a bunch of other like John Candy, like the old school. Uh, comedians that you'd probably recognize it was pretty funny so that was a good time and then we had adventure time tuesday nice adventure time tuesday kevin garvey very end that great rendition of the theme song thanks so we went to um the chinese garden in portland and checked it oh, out yeah that was cool um i want chinese wanted... garden that now it's like one city block basically yeah. um, but they're really creative with the space they like do lots of little hidden courtyards and lots of way that break up the space so it looks a lot bigger than it is and it's very calming and meditative. And there's like koi pond, and there's all sorts of cool trees, and these really rare rocks. You get this from this one lake that have a lot of holes in them. Um, it's really neat. I had a really good time. My son was bored, um, so so like, was I. If me, me and my daughter had gone, we probably would have like hung out, like just sat down, maybe read a book, chilled for a while. See, but, now I could, if I would have known, because I have, I've been there once. Hmm. Now, if I would have known going there, it was kind of like a relaxation and. 
Because they, they like frame was it? It's called the Garden Japanese Garden. So I was like, oh, no, no, Chinese Garden. There is a Japanese Garden. There is a Japanese Garden. Portland is different. This one is the one I'm talking about. Is like right next to the Rose Garden. That's the Japanese Garden. Oh, so this is different. Completely different. Okay, so I've been the Japanese one. I was not happy. They also have a koi pond. They do, and a tea house. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the the Dao of Tea. They actually lease the space to the Dao of Tea, so it's a professional tea organization. I don't remember there being a tea house when I was there. Again, we're talking about a completely different garden. Oh, goddamn. Okay. So, this is a Chinese one you're talking about. I'm talking yes. about the Japanese one. Yes. Not impressed. Chinese one sounds interesting. How much does it get in? Uh, it was 12 for me and like, it was like 33 bucks for all three of us. It was a bit steep. Yeah. They have a membership. So does Japanese garden. If it's something you do regularly, membership makes way more sense. So, where is the Chinese garden in it's, comparison to Japanese garden? It's an old, it's in a old Chinatown or old town. Okay. So it's close. It's so it's nowhere near the zoo. Not at all. You okay. Could, you could you could take a trip between them on the max. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it was nice. Cool. Um, it's something I've been meaning to see forever. And would I, you say Chinese over Japanese garden? I prefer the Japanese garden. I like the aesthetics better. Oh, okay. But it's really interesting how they they work with the space. Huh. They, cool. They frame things with with architecture and trees. It's it's naturalistic, but also incredibly designed. Like. It's cool. I don't know. Awesome. I appreciated it. My son, not so much. So then, of course, we had to have Chinese food for lunch. That was okay. Um, Did you get him the uh, bird feet with soy sauce? And No, I told him I was going to get him chicken feet because I was on the menu. And he was like, no. He, just, he got something like plain white rice and like beef and uh, plain broccoli. Plain white rice? Yes. He has his preferences. We honored those preferences. Oh, wait. He, oh, he chose the plain white rice. Yes. He didn't want pork fried rice. What the fuck? <laughs> he likes pizza for every meal if he could. I'm gonna have to have a. He's talk just at with that stage kid. of his life right now. It's all good, dude. I well, I wish I would a wish I would have known he liked plain white rice because I fucked up a few weeks ago. What'd you do? So I was ordering Chinese food and accidentally got a shitload of plain white rice and threw it all away because I was like, I don't fucking like this stuff. <laughs> I wish I would have known that. I would have drove it to your house and be like, here you go, here you go. <laughs> like, wow, cool. Um, so wrapping up Adventure Time Tuesday, we stopped at the Amazon Treasure Truck and got a catito. Okay. Which you got is, one or two? Got two. Um, it's a stuffed animal. Most of them are cats, but there's other animals. And it's wrapped up in a cloth burrito. And there's like rare ones and non-rare ones, Yeah, it's, right? it's a whole thing. But okay. that was their treasure of the day. So um, you helped me get one because you can only get one per account. So thank you. And then we stopped and had ice cream at a salt and straw knockoff that I can't remember the name of right now, but it's good. Mine looked like a, a poop emoji. Uh, Yours did look like a poop emoji. Um, question: Did any of the kids get a rare? Uh, cat My wombo? son got the next step down from the ultra ultra rare, so fairly rare. Yes. And he got the ultra ultra rare the first time, right? No, same tier, same okay. one right below the. Okay. Top What'd tier. your daughter get? Okay, so my daughter decided she thought it was cool, but she thought it'd be even cooler for a white elephant gift for next week when she does uh, Christmas in July. Hmm. With her friends. Yes. She's pretty sure no one else would have brought that. And she thought it'd be a cool gift to give her friends. So nice. she decided not to open it. Well, I fucking want to know what the hell it is. I'll try to remember to ask her to get a picture. I will it. ask her. Uh, my son got like a rainbow macaw or something. Some kind of bird. He turned him into a hat. He put the burritos on his head. My son is insane. Yes. He, I mean, he's definitely related to me. So It looked like a hat. Well, he put the It bur- looked like a hat with he, two cats on top. He put the burritos on his head and then the, the cats on top of that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Like, if you just started listening at this point, I'm sorry. I'm not making any sense. It's fine. His son had a cat with a burrito and a burrito with a cat. Yeah, so that's what we've been up to. How about some tiny bit of news? Um, well, hold on. I'm not done with what I've been up to this week. I oh, I thought the... you were. No, what no, else did you do? Uh, Why'd you let me keep talking? I swim. Then? You swam? I swam. Swim. Did you swim so far away? I swam so far away. Far away. Like, you swam or you float? Like, both. You just floated. No. Like, we're teaching my son to swim. He's pretty fucking good. You should teach my son to swim. What? My son failed out of... T- I feel like I'm being mean to my son. I worry Wait, about him. Why were like, you what being if he's mean like, of so, your son? I'm I not. like the fucking hat. Well, I like made fun of his rice choices earlier. Oh, the rice choices—that was fucking stupid. But anyways, I, I I worry that he's gonna be like you know fall off a boat or something and not know how to swim. Wait, he can he even tread water? Barely. What? Yeah. Oh, he's very stubborn. We're gonna fix this. He's very stubborn. No, you're not. He's stubborn. Wait, would he go swimming with me if I invited him? He would cling to the side of the pool that you invited him to. Would he try? No. If it was just him and I, would he try? <laughs> Probably not. God damn it. Anyway, he went swimming. Yeah, I went swimming. It's not about my son. It's about your son. Well, yeah, my son's what? My what? son can pretty much tread water. That's cool. <laughs> Does he put his face in the water? Yeah, he's starting to. We got him goggles and a snorkel. Nice. He doesn't like the snorkel. Why he not? also doesn't like the goggles. Okay. But I think it's just like he doesn't like shit that's tight on his face. That's pretty normal. Yeah. Um. So he we upgraded. So like they make like life vests for kids that like all around you. So like they basically like there's no way in, no way in hell you're going to put your face in the water. Mm-hmm. Then they have the next step up where it's like the little rings around the arms and then a little bit of protection in the back so that you stay above water. And then so now I just put him in like the normal what we think of like a normal life vest. It's just like basically zip up the front, your arms go through, and there's nothing like on your arms to hold your arms above the water. Um, so we just started that on him last Friday, and he likes it. So okay. his arms are mobile now. So now we, we've been teaching him how to kick. So he'll start to kick the swim to us, and now now we're incorporating the arms. So now he's moving his arms a little bit more. Um, he's having fun, and uh, I'm teaching him how to jump into the deep end. So we're doing cannonballs in the deep end and he wasn't a big fan of like going underneath the water so what i decided to do the break that was is i'd cannonball right next to him and then basically force him under the water and uh it's worked he okay. likes it so now he asked me to do it again and again and again he wipes his eyes and then whenever he goes underneath the water he goes you yeah he likes things like being thrown or splashing or yeah yeah he's he's very 100 percent like kinetic yeah so um, that's He's fun. He's going to be in a sports ball with you, I think. I think so. That's good. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, this weekend, probably not doing it because I'll probably be working on the fence after my wife and I get back. But, uh, we'll talk about what my wife and I are doing, um, next week. But you are right, Tim. We do have some news. You want to talk some news? Sure. All right, Tim, what do you got? I have sad news. Um, So a developer that I like, uh, Defiant Development, they're out of Australia. They made the Hands of Fate games, uh, 1 and 2. Well, they're closing. What? Yes. How? Um, They are ceasing development of new titles, saying their approach to making games, which is staying a nine-year run, hasn't been adaptable to a fast and ever-changing industry. Okay. So it's very sad because I got to see the trailer for the game they're working on. (laughs) I want to fucking play it. So that's the whole thing. I, I don't get... 
That means they're not selling enough to continue operating a studio. It happens. So, but they're going to continue the advancement of their current games. They're going to care ticket for a while, um, just to like do updates, software updates. But probably that will stop at some point. So the game that they're never going to make is called A World of My Attic, which looks like a kind of a RPG light adventure where um, random hexes would drop down from the sky, and the, all those hexes would have different types of terrain or whatever. It looks really cool. It's called A World in My Attic. That'll never happen. All right, so you get the good news story, I guess. Mm, continue. All right, I'll, I'll do that one too. Then, I guess. Last week we talked about Joy-Cons and they're drifting, and everyone was pissed about it. And Nintendo was like, too bad, you're out of warranty, give us $40. And everyone was like, boo, I hate you. Well, there's a class action lawsuit that happened between last week and this week. And now all of a sudden Nintendo's changed its tune. And according to a leaked internal memo, they will now uh, replace left joy. It happens primarily with the left Joy-Con because people use that thumbstick more. Um, they'll replace it or repair it for free now. And there's even talk for everybody. Yep. And there's even talk of maybe refunding some people that charged. So they changed their tune once everyone made a big enough stink about it. This exact same thing happened back when the DS lights hinges were cracking. Like they were kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. I remember that. Um, so yeah, that's really all the news I could find. I mean, Facebook got charged $5 billion for being assholes, but what? Yeah, the way they handled data, they got charged by the FTC for $5 billion with a B dollars, which is a lot. Hey, Tim. What? But no one really cares about that. Hold on. What? Welcome to the Blog and Play Podcast. Nice. That's uh, the voice actor for the um, main what? character. Was that the... what you were looking for? I think so. Thank God. Is that all it is? That's all that it is. Play one more time then. Since you... Welcome to the Blog and Play Podcast. He has a really good voice. It's some. It's on somebody's OneDrive, by the way. So we got to figure out whose OneDrive this is on. That's funny. You had access to it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I actually got to uh, just talk to him really briefly while I was in line to try the demo for Hand of Fate Two at PlayStation Experience. Another thing that's gone away. Let's see if it comes. It's back. not David Jaffe, is it? Uh, no, David Jaffe. I talked to. Actually, I have an interview with him. Yeah. Okay. I'm just wondering because I got that audio clip here as well. So. Nope. That's a different guy. Um, okay. He did some God of War stuff, and yeah. Okay. All right. Just make sure I made up an interview on the spot. It's on my phone, so the audio's not great. But uh, but hey, I was thinking to plug and play podcast while I was exactly on my little gamer vacation. That's awesome. That's the news. All um, right, you want to do some tech talk? Let's do some tech talk. If I can find that clip. All right, tech talk. Hey Tim. What do you got in your giant bag? Let me pull this out of my sack. It's actually not that big. Alright, so when this came out, we made fun of it. It's a PlayStation Classic. You can yeah, hold you it bought your, it. You can hold it in your hand. Okay, your, yours is in the back. Um, So it's a little mock-up of original PlayStation. It's, I don't know, maybe... It doesn't open. No, it doesn't, but the buttons do work, and they actually do things. Do they? Yeah. Nice. Um, if you want to... So where did you buy this from, and how much did you pay? So Best Buy dropped it down to twenty bucks, and I happened to have fifteen dollars in credit, so I paid five dollars for this hundred dollar. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, I was thinking maybe on the break we could fire it up. I could show you what it looks like. Yeah. There's definitely some emulation issues on some of the games. Like Is it, there? Yeah, it's noticeable slowdown on some of them. Mm. Not all of them. Um, it's got a good, decent selection of games. I haven't looked into too much about how hackable it is to put other games on it. 
Okay. Um, but it does have some games that are like like Final Fantasy VII, Metal Gear Solid. Um, it's got Grand Theft Auto, the original, which I played, and it's, yeah, let's just say we've come a long it's way. It's not what Grand Theft Auto is. Not at all. Does have my wife's favorite game, uh, Puzzle Fighter Turbo Two. Oh, nice! That's cool. That's very cool. It has That's two worth th- five bucks. Honestly, even if it didn't play anything, the fact that it's like an ornamental thing that looks like a PlayStation comes with two fully functional USB controllers and an HDMI cable for five dollars. I got a good deal. Yeah. So, can you uh, mod it? That's what I haven't looked into too much. The answer is yes. As far as how complicated it is, I don't. don't I'm know. Not sure. And based on the f- emulation I'm seeing with the games it's already running, I'm not sure if this is any better Capable than like a Raspberry. Yeah, it might be better just with a like a your average like Raspberry Pi box. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. There's not a ton of PlayStation. I need to 1. get a Raspberry Pi. You should. I need to. Um, they th- didn't have any on Pi or on Amazon Day. That's weird. Yeah. Was I think any- I have one or two, but they're inside of things. Hmm. They're not doing what you want them to do. Mm, anyway, it's really neat looking. Yeah, um, it is. Um, they did a good job as far as mocking it up, and the, yeah, it rem- it's very nostalgic. The controllers are great. I don't know if you want to hear. Let me touch your sack. They are exactly like I remember them. Oh shit! Yeah, they're not the analog ones. Nope, they're the they old original school. PlayStation One controllers. Wow, they even feel like they're the right size. They really do. They did a good job with the physical part for sure. I wonder if this is the same company. They made these is the ones that made the SNES. No idea. Hmm. So, yep, that's a TikTok. Sweet. We should take a break, fill our glasses. Maybe, All right. Maybe play around with this. Sounds good. We'll be right back after this uh, music break, guys. And we are back. Tasty treats in hand. On my knee. Same as the last Tasty Treats, but different. Different. This is out of a can. This out of a can is a prepackaged product. Um, Now, in the past, there's been like um, cocktails you can get like in a bottle or can, but they've been crap. And that's because the alcohol in them is based on like a malt beverage, which is basically like a really Mm, shitty beer. Like Old English, but like flavored with sugar and stuff. So this... Is actual alcohol, actual vodka um, canned, which is recently legal in some parts of the country. Um, Weird. So I'm, I'm just so surprised that it hasn't been legal by now. What's cool about it is because it's in a can. It's actually it's six ounces, so it's it's two full size drinks in a can. They're expensive. Um, I want to say it's like twenty bucks for a four pack or something. Holy shit! But if you think about it, if you go to a bar, yeah, twenty bucks is not going to get you eight drinks. No, it's not. Um, so if you want some convenience, if you you know it's good to have on hand. Like maybe not do that all the time. Maybe mix your own drinks sometimes. But you get home tired and you want to drink. You don't want to deal with like cutting up a lime and opening this, opening that. You just crack open a can and you're good to go. So it's got the vodka in it. It's got the ginger beer in it. Um, that's the thing about um, canning it is that you can have the carbonation be steady. Um, and of course, it's got some lime juice in it. This one's called a uh, Wicked Mule. Wicked Mule. And there's lots of different brands. Yeah. Um, other bottled canned beverages that I've seen are margaritas um Jack Daniels you saw that I didn't see that I 
Well, here, I'll I wonder if it was you. mixed with Coke or if it was just straight Jack. I don't know. We can see. Um, I love it when you Google things live on there. So that's what we're drinking right now. We're supposed to be kicking it, but you're Googling something. Hey, Tim. What's up? You want to kick it? Uh, let's kick it. Who's Natalie Imbraglia? Natalie Imbraglia? Sure. I don't know. She's an actress, I think. Oh, okay. Why? I don't know. She's pregnant. Congratulations. Congratulations! One of my my favorite actors died. What? Do you want to play tribute later? Sure. Okay, I'll send you something. Okay. Um. Hey, hey, Tim, you want me to kick it first? Yeah, go for it. Kick it it off. Hey, Tim. I know we're not drinking beer this week. Yeah. But have you ever been like, oh, man, the beer got really warm on my way home. If only I could chill my beer in nine minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go and talk about it. This is the Inno Chiller. Chill your drinks up to eight times faster. Going to go ahead and let them talk about it. Have you ever had unexpected guests and not being able to serve them a chilled drink? Oh, no. Introducing the Inno Chiller, oh, no. the portable drink chiller. Whether your guests are in the mood for a cold beer or a chilled glass of wine, the Innochiller can have it ready in no time. There's nothing worse than a warm beer on a hot summer day. Maybe your wife <gasps> forgot to fill up the fridge or you simply ran out of cold ones. No worries. Use the Innochiller to quickly cool down your beverages. It holds up to six standard beer cans, fits all freezers, and it's jolly easy to use. Jolly. What about the special celebration that requires the champagne you never keep in your fridge? Fear not. The inner chiller's compartment is big enough for that too. It'll even make a tray of ice cubes for your drinks with the optimized ice cube tray, which is included of course. The inner chiller works by utilizing the effect of wind chill, which is the same effect as you get when you walk outside on a cold and windy day. This effect is ensured by using forced convection through the inner chiller compartment by the means of a fan which creates super high airspeed. No matter what you intend to use the Inutiller for, it's easy and fast to set up simply by choosing your preferred program. After placing beverages or food in the Inutiller, you simply put it in your freezer and press the start button. The powerful fan will increase the heat transfer coefficient and speed up the cooling process. After a short while, an alarm will sound and the fan will stop. And hooray, the celebrations can begin. My beer's cold. Facts. Three cans program, nine minutes. Six cans program, 12 minutes. Wine program, 11 minutes. Ice cubes, 30 minutes. The Innochiller is made from the very best components, including a powerful blower and batteries with the highest capacity available. (laughs) This ensures a high quality product that will never let you down. Even if the batteries are flat, the chiller can run directly from the power supply. Bring the Innochiller to the table with its marvelous Scandinavian design while you enjoy a chilled drink with your friends. Alright guys, 33 days ago, they're looking for 9,932 US dollars. They're currently at 3,813. So a third of the way, roughly. Um, They are out of Denmark and... $69 $69 gets you a super early nice. bird. 69 just like nice. this episode. Um, and then the big granddaddy of them all is $137 US dollars, which is two of them. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Well, Tim, what do you got? I got Phantom Gear for the Sega Genesis or Mega Drive. So we were just playing a classic or a version of a classic video game system, the yeah. the PlayStation Mini. Um, this is going to be a brand new game for um, Sega. Go ahead and play the. It's just, it's all just the beeps and boops of the game. I'm gonna drop down a little bit. For me. Um, it's just a brand new action platformer um, for the Sega Genesis or Mega Drive. So they're starting from scratch. Um, it's definitely got the look and the and the sounds. Like the Genesis had a very unique soundboard. It looked it sounded different than SNES, and you can kind of hear yeah. that in the background. And they that that's totally Genesis. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a cool idea to be making new games for old systems. So this isn't like you know something that's gonna be on Steam. This runs on the Genesis. That's so cool. So if you want to play it, you have to you have at to least own a Genesis or at least an emulator because there's a ROM version for this if you want to back it. Oh. Oh. So they are looking for twenty-five thousand dollars. Um, they're currently at twenty-one days to go. Two hundred fifty backers, and seventeen basically they're seventy-two percent funded. Yeah, eighty eight, basically eighteen thousand dollars. So if you want to just say, hey, thanks, this is awesome, you can pledge a dollar. Um, if you want the game, fifteen dollars gets you the Bits channel, which gets you a downloadable ROM. Did you say the Bits channel? Bits. Oh. Like bits and bytes. Uh, downloadable ROM file of the game for use with a Sega Genesis Mega Drive emulator or compatible flash cartridge. Um, 40 bucks gets you bits channel plus coffee crisis. A downloadable ROM file of the game for the use of Sega Genesis. Um, I guess coffee crisis is another game they made. 50 bucks gets you an actual cartridge without a box and a manual. Without? Yes, seventy. That's lame as hell. You need it with a box. Where's the box? Where's the manual? Seventy dollars, old school. All right. Complete with box and instruction manual and extra goodies. Going to the top tier, we've got. Oh, it's ways down. Holy crap! There's twenty left of twenty of this. Five hundred twenty-five dollars. Founder edition. Relieve. Receive limited edition tiers rewards, but now you can design the animated character to represent you in the credits. That's kind of cool. What? Um, get um exclusive collector's edition box set. Custom animated character beside your name in the credits, game cartridge inbox with manual, art book, games prologue, and a comic book, a keychain, two enamel pin badges, two posters, three postcards, stickers, an OST digital download, and physical copy of Coffee Crisis for Genesis Mega Drive. So I guess there's a Coffee Crisis game out there that somebody made already. So huh. that's kind of cool. I just thought it was neat. I thought it'd feature it. They definitely need some help because they've got either only like 75% there, like you said. Yeah. What is your next Kickstarter? All right. My next one is Syndrome K. Have you ever heard of this? I have not. You've never heard of this? I have not. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to bring this to you. This is, oh, my God. This is literally the epitome. Like, this is, oh, my God. We okay. should have switched Kickstarters. Oh, shit. You're, you're going to like the Roto Shovel. This is. We should have switched. Oh, I got to find the podcast about this. This is amazing. All right, Tim. I'm not even going to say anything. It's just Syndrome K. Here we go. Okay. Hello, I'm Stephen Edwards. Hi, Stephen. In 1943, soon after Italy joined forces with the Allies, the Nazis invaded Rome and deported over 1,000 Jews to Auschwitz. Sadly, most never returned. The remaining Jews fled to a hospital near the Vatican, where three doctors invented a fake disease to help save those remaining Jews. Nice. <laughs> they called this disease Syndrome K. This is their story. Following a preview has been approved. The story is true. In 1943, the world was at war. Occupying Nazis were deporting Roman 
Minjus too. But yeah, I can't pronounce that. I thought he was gonna talk some more. Three doctors discovered a virus more deadly than the Great Plague. Even the Nazis were in fear of exposure. But the most incredible aspect of Syndrome K was it was all a lie. True story of a fake disease that saved Romans, Jews from Hitler's hate. Let me tell you why I came to Kickstarter. There are three reasons. First, truth. I've spent a great deal of time on this subject and I want to tell the story accurately. Second, independence. I have a vision of how to tell the story and I want to stay true to that vision. Third, community. I want to reach people who believe we cannot ever forget. And what better place than Kickstarter where communities are forged and fostered every single day. Check out the rewards. Thanks for watching, and thank you very much for your support. All right, so let me just give you a little bit of background. I know about this. So this Syndrome K, mm -hmm. basically, these three doctors, their doctor's office was along, their backside of their doctor's office had this fence mm -hmm. that had, uh, like, the Jews were had to live behind this fence and, like, this really shitty encampment that the Nazis put up mm -hmm. for them to live inside of before they got sent out to, like, concentration camps right a board was loose and there was a gentleman who was sick they brought in and the doctors were like oh this guy's like super fucking like really sick and the nazis came in and saw they were treating this jewish doctor and the nazis were like whoa, whoa, whoa like whatever he has like they backed away and like left well they like cured this guy but then they basically got the uh the dead virus that this guy was carrying and fucking impregnated everybody with it so whenever the nazis like the nazis would bring in their own doctors and be like these guys are like lying and stuff and they'd like test their blood and it would test positive for this virus okay because he's not these italian doctors were like giving this like virus so they're like people. external symptoms like uh they would fake them oh nice yeah they'd fake the shit out of them so basically like in the middle of the war the nazis just vacated this place and we're like, like we eh. can't we can't afford to lose our nazi forces and they just pulled out and left them alone sweet yeah so it's really a really interesting story it's got 27 days 27 days ago they're looking for 53,500 backers they're currently at 22,827 57 backers so if you want to check out the story of this um wall of remembrance is six dollars certificate of support is 10 digital download of the film is 15 i guarantee i'm gonna at least get that uh, that gets your name on the wall of remembrance, certificate of support, and digital download of the film. And the big granddaddy of them all is, holy shit, really far down there. Um, it is two of three available. Oh, fuck, I just refreshed the page. Oh, I just did it again. Oh, this is not going well. <laughs> um, executive producer, you get everything from the 135 level plus... You get two tickets to the premiere of your choice, 260 or 280 level, travel not included, plus a full day's meeting, lunch, work session with the director in the uh, office and editing bay in Los Angeles, California, travel not included, plus credit as executive producer in the film, which will go on the IMDb, the film's end credits, plus art poster, 
posters, DVD boxes, etc. Anyway, this film is dispersed. And a thank you for being a minch with your great generous support. Minch? Minsk? Minsk? Yeah, it's like a... Like a high honor? No, minch is like person, but it just... I I don't know how to describe it. Okay. Well, I thought you'd really like that one. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool about Nazis. That's a really good trick to play on Nazis. Make Nazis barf. Um, so, since you introduced me to that, I'm going to introduce you to a gardening tool. Okay. You like to garden. Yes, I do. This is the Roto Shovel. Okay, um, what's the Roto Shovel? It's an automatic handheld shovel with an okay. auger for gardeners and landscaping. Ooh. Why don't you go ahead and roll the tape? Do you have dirt you're tired of digging? Do you spend hours shoveling but feel like you get nowhere? Looking for a better way to dig dirt out of holes? Well, yes. look no further. Because Roto Shovel yeah. is the first patented power shovel auger that makes oh. digging dirt easy, no matter what kind of dirt you have. My dirt is hard on top, soft in the middle, and then hard again. Is Roto Shovel right for my dirt? Yes. Roto Shovel has three speeds to dig through hard dirt, soft dirt, or dirt in between hard and soft dirt. Right. My brother's <laughs> girlfriend's aunt's dirt smells like dirt, but doesn't look like dirt. Is Roto Shovel right for her dirt? The 12 volt Roto Shovel will make quick work out of any dirt, no matter what it looks like. Really? My dirt is on. <laughs> I don't know what Nature you just said. Oh. I got stuff under my dirt. I don't want anyone to know about <laughs> Okay. Is Roto Shovel right for my dirt? The sharp auger can cut through any type of dirt. Awesome. Yeah, in fact, the roto... Can you cut through bone? Well, no. The roto shovel is more for digging through all types of dirt. Okay. I got animal poop in my dirt. It stinks. Roto shovel is easy to clean and has an adjustable clutch for torque that can handle the stinkiest dirt. Can I use it just for fun? Roto shovel has a 12 volt rechargeable battery for hours of fun. Can I get the dirt out of my kids' clothes? If your kids' clothes are made out of dirt. Shovels are dumb. Nope. Not the roto shovel. This one is smart. All shovels are dumb. Well, maybe you're a shovel. So, no matter <laughs> what kind of dirt you have, hard dirt. Martha, get off the tractor! Sacred dirt. Fun dirt. So much fun! Dirt that doesn't smell or look like dirt. Oh. Creepy dirt. Tough to remove dirt. Roto shovel's the best. Stinky dirt. Mm-hmm. Or even if you think dirt is dumb. What? Roto shovel is the perfect new tool that will dig it. Yes, yeah, Roto shovel. Thanks, Roto shovel. Thanks, Roto shovel. Mixing our cereal. Back Roto Shovel on Kickstarter to get your hands on it first. All right, there's more, but let's just cut it off there because that's the best part, honestly. All right, the Roto Shovel. But, but Tim, I'm learning about the Roto Shovel. No, no, it's just a guy talking about it. It's boring. Hi, I'm Rick Gordon. Not Thanks. too long ago, growing your own food used to be how people survive. Today, Isn't that funny? gardening is coming back in a big way. It's exploded into a I huge special hobby. But when you look at gardening <laughs> tools, the shovel hasn't changed pretty much since the Neolithic era. It's just gotten smaller. That's why... Looks like a drill bit. It really does. Okay, go ahead, Tim. Um, the automatic handheld shovel with auger um, will set you back at the early bird level. There's quite a bit of these left, though. Um, with the MSRP of 139 you can get it for 109 so that includes the power tool, a carrot case with battery charger, and yeah, that's it. So basically, a, the shovel, battery pack, and a carry case. So um, I forgot to tell you how much they're looking for. They're looking for $50,000. They have 48 backers. <laughs> that's like 50 backers. Okay. And 21 days to go. How much? Uh, how funded are they? Uh, One-fifth. They're at 10 uh... grand. They're looking for 50 grand. With only fifty people and they're at ten grand. Yeah. Oh shit. 
Yeah. This is not going to be a Christmas present. Um, Probably not. So if you bid f- or pledge 400. You bid. <laughs> whatever. If I bid Bid, pledge. Bucks. Just throw money at them. Okay, there's actually there's actually several of these gone. Um, there's 537 left of 550. The early bird deal, if you pledge 400, you get... So basically, you shave another $9 off, you get four of them. If you just want to give all of your weird relatives this little drilling shovel thing. For how much? 400 bucks gets you four. That's not terrible. What would you do with the other three? Would you just like dual wield? Not keep two on the chargers? I'm always digging. I'll give one to you. I just love the creepy guy in the video. That's I like do too. Burying bodies. <laughs> I love the lady. That's, that was the like, only, that's honestly uh, the only reason why I picked this one. Is that's this, awesome. Yeah, that's the, the ancient burial ground, dude. That's the roto shovel. You're gonna what? Oh, I got a new shock mount. Uh-huh. And my shock mount's a hell of a lot better than your shock mount. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Cause look, listen. You yeah. hear that? Yes. Bum, bum, bum. Why am I shocked that you give yourself the better shock map? I mean, you can have this Why one. Why am I it's shocked? Fine. Get I it? just broke mine in the middle of a fucking interview. Because you're a pro. Yeah. I had to hold it like... I was literally holding it like like, uh, like Bruce Baller from like the boxing. He's like, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Zach, remember when we were video game podcast? Yeah. Those were the good old days. Did you play any games? I did. You did? I played Zelda with my son. Oh, yeah, because I got jealous of you playing Zelda with your son. It's been really cool playing so with my son. I tried jumping in with my son and I couldn't remember what I was supposed to be doing. And he got bored and then he didn't want he didn't want me to play Zelda anymore. So I didn't play any more Zelda. You should try um, Yoku's Island Express with him. What's that? It's really colorful. It's an open world pinball game. Go on. <laughs> so you play as a dung beetle. And the pinball is your ball of dung. So you're basically shooting poop all around the world. So you'll like, there's like little mini challenges. You'll basically roll your ball of poop and then it'll, you'll kind of come to a one screen setup where you'll have, you have the flippers. Okay. And then you'll get, you'll beat whatever challenges and then you'll move on and you'll unlock stuff. You get like little friends to help you, get a horn that honks. Um, you'll get fruit along when you're in the pinball area, you'll get fruit, fruit will unlock the next area. Okay. There's all sorts of like, it's really clever. Okay, and it was on, is it, it on Switch? It's on Switch. It went on sale um, for like ten ninety nine or something. I think it used to be 20 hmm. Um, I've been looking at it for a long time, and I almost bought the Steam version a while back on a sale, but no, I want to play this on the Switch because, you know, it's got the shoulder buttons. Yeah. And so it actually works really well. It's very fun and colorful. I think your son would like watching it. Yeah. Um, I just gave him like a really shitty, like broken up, like N64 controller. I was like, you're playing. And then he's like, He's not doing what I wanted to do, Dad. That was like literally basically his response. He was it's like, like You're not fooling and he was you. like, I want that one. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, dude, I was dumb enough when I was your age. Why aren't you dumb? Yeah, my son had fun. Um he likes like doing random stuff like getting me Ganon's horse. Like little side quests that I would never Has do. Has he found Zelda's horse for you yet? You mean Epona? No. Zelda's horse. Oh, Zelda's horse. Um he knows about it. I don't know if he's got it or not. If I asked him, he'd get it. You should ask him to get it for you. That's terrible, though. Like, he'll literally... He will do any quest I ask him to. That's awesome. So... Hey, beat Ganon for me. I'm just too lazy nowadays. No, I'm going to do that. 
No, he won't let me beat Ganon. He wants me to finish this um the quest yeah. and get the motorcycle. I'm, basically, I'm doing. I'm trying to get the motorcycle now too. So I also played some more Resident Evil Two Remaster. That game's really good. Um, I am finally out of the police station as Leon. Um, which, yeah, it's good. It's really good. Nice. Yeah, I like the. There's a lot of puzzles. There's there's zombie shooting. Um, the inventory management's fun too. That's where you have like limited slots. And you kind of like a road, kind of just got to plan things and like oh i could pick up that gunpowder but then i won't have room for this and you have to like really manage your inventory and kill zombies and zombies don't go down easy like you shoot them in the head yeah you shoot them in the head like three times just like you just mangle their brains and they're fine no you know that i was playing another horror game really briefly i got it on the steam sale um i want to get back and play this sometime is dead space and dead space 2 really love those games and the move that they have that I really wish was in Resident Evil is the head stomp. Like, after you drop an enemy in Dead Space, you can just go over there and just, like, stomp and squish their heads, and they're, and they're done. That's it. You just have to get them down squash their brain? Yeah, there's nothing like that in Resident Evil, and I wish there was. There should be. Well, I mean, Dead Space came out after Resident Evil, so... I'm sad that EA will probably never bring back Dead Space, because those games No, it'll were, never come back. They were so good, the first two. I never played any of them. They're so good. Um, actually, actually, um, fellow um, button smasher Rogers playing through Res- or Dead Space Two right now. Oh, sweet! Streaming. I'll check it out. Um, yeah, it's really good. Really good. Um, the zomb the zombies in the game are just uh, completely mutated humans, but like their flesh like melts and turns into these like demon creatures. It's horrifying. And you actually don't um, shoot. Is it the- like a Doom almost? Kind of, but you're like a space dude, and you don't have traditional weapons. You so have it's like Doom in space. Yeah, but you're not a, a, a space marine. You're like an engineer. So your weapon's like um, something you'd use, like a plasma cutter to repair stuff. Like the shovel thing we just saw. Yeah, so you're like cutting off pieces of the monster. Oh, instead of like, instead of, like blowing them instead up. Instead of shooting them like, in the head, you're literally, them, you have you're to like cut cutting. cut all their limbs off one by one with your laser cutter. So if you just do like the bottom two legs, they start crawling towards you? That's Yes, and it's totally about like just mutilation. There's like wet, squishy blood everywhere. I'm telling you, Dead Space is great. I need to play this game. It's really Wait, good. Wait, why haven't I played this game? Dead Space is hella good. I think I might have a PlayStation 3 version if you want to play that. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I got a PlayStation 3. I know you do. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Okay, if I could find that, I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. Because I have Steam Let's one now. Let's do this. Sweet. That's games we've wanted to play. Let's talk about games that are coming out. All right. Percore, which is like parkour for kitties, I'm assuming. Yep. On uh, Android. Beyond Two Souls PC. War Groove, which is like grooving, like the 70s style of war. What is it good for? PS4. Mission 4. Cyberstorm PC. Will a Wonderful World. PS4. Cyverier uh, Delta. Nintendo Switch PS4. Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. PC. Raiden 5. Director's Cut Nintendo Switch. Song Songbird Symphony. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? No idea. PS4, PC, PC, and Nintendo Switch. And I did say PC twice because that's what they labeled it PC, as. PC, PC. PC, PC. It's like the pizza pizza. Uh, Furwind, which is literally just a uh, dust cloud of animal fur, uh, is coming to the Xbox One. Fire Emblem Three Houses is coming to the Nintendo Switch. It's uh, it's awesome game. It's uh you, you get a, like a little map and there's a house on it. And you go inside and you find that there's a map. With another house, and you go back outside, and you see that there's a road 
lead you to that house. Repeat one more time, three houses. Um, I don't think this is at all what the game is. I'm pretty sure it is because the next the DLC for it is Fire Emblem Three Houses Seasons of Warfare Edition. So this is um, what happens is when you get to the third house and then there's a snow blizzard and you have to find your way back to the first house through the blizzard, but the road that you walked on is gone. So you you it's just like every man for themselves and there's people wandering in from like the fourth house which you never actually see the fourth house the fourth house but the fourth house person is like a knight which you're not you're not a knight and uh he's got a sword and he's looking for his house which is the fourth house but he can't find it because this blizzard took out the road and you gotta fight him so that's where the warfare part comes in anyways that's on the nintendo switch as well Wolfenstein Youngblood. Um, so, about this game. It's a two-player Wolfenstein. And if you buy the deluxe edition, you can let your buddy play for free. So, you have to pay more. But you it's kind of like that prison game we, yeah. we almost played through. We should play that again. <laughs> we should. We but, should really fucking play that game. So, there's like a free version you can download. That's cool. And it won't work unless you get an invite from somebody who owns the game. With the deluxe edition. Yes, which I think is a cool idea. That's cool as fuck. I think that's a really cool marketing idea. A good way to get someone to spend more than $60. That's a good way to have people split the cost. Or that, yeah, yeah. whatever. The game company doesn't... They're like, hey, I got $70 to 60 or whatever the hell it is. Exactly. I, I don't know how much the deluxe edition is. Um, so, yeah, Wolfenstein Youngblood. PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Kill a Kill, if... It's a weird title. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4. Wolfenstein Cyberpilot, which I'm assuming is the free one? I'm thinking this is a PSVR game, honestly. It doesn't say that. It says PS4. Okay. Well, it says PS4. Um, maybe potentially PSVR. Um, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, which is uh, a Game Boy and an NES release, which is... I wonder if that's for the, the Switch online service. Weird as fuck. Um, the Blackout Club, PS4, Xbox One, I got one, to check PC. that out. PAX like two years ago. Oh, really? Is that yeah. a fighting game? No, it's it reminded me sort of a Stranger Things. There's like you wake up in a house and you're like running away from these invisible monsters. And there's a bunch of kids. Hmm. Yeah, weird. It is. Um, Crystal Crisis. That's PC. when you ran out of meth. Got that a Crystal is Crisis. A fucking Crisis in Madden NFL twenty. Okay. Uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One. Do you think kids even know who the hell Madden is anymore? No. All right. Just fuck, wondering. I don't even know who the fuck Madden is anymore. He's some coach somewhere. Um, don't what? ask me what team because I don't he's know. He's not a coach. I think he's a he's, no, a, he's a commentator. A coach. Oh, fuck. You might. I think he's we're both. a bo- commentator. No, I think we're both right. I think he was a coach that became a commentator. Joe Madden. We're going to Google no, this. No, not Joe. His name's not Joe. All right. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to... Um, Give a little shout out to an actor who passed away this morning, I, I think, or maybe late last night. Um, Rutger Hauer, a really great actor. One of his last great roles was Hobo with a Shotgun, which you would appreciate. But I think the role that a lot of people know him for is Blade Runner. Um, is that the uh, is that the cyber game? No, Blade Runner's a, a movie. Yeah, well, that's what I meant to say, cyber movie. It's kind like, of cyberpunk, sort of. It's set in the... It's actually set in present day. <laughs> it's like 2018, 2019. Sweet. But when the movie was made, it was like like 85 or whatever. Yeah, 82. Um, so it's in a, 
a dark polluted future, not dissimilar from ours, but in it's in, actually pretty accurate. But in this future, like there's replicants, which are um, not not robots. They're they're bioengineered humans, but they are like built basically to be slaves. And the thing that makes them different is that they are built with a limited lifespan, so that they can't you know rise up and kill us all. So a group of replicants gets pissed off about that and tries to find a way to get into their DNA and cut that off. And anyway, that's he's one of the last replicants. There's a guy, Harrison Ford is the character in the movie that hunts them all down and kills them. And Rutger Hauer plays the ringleader who is the last one to catch up that Harrison Ford catches up with. And this is the, um, the speech he gives as his time is running out and he's about to die. It's called Tears in the Rain. Yes, Rutger Hauer, rest in peace. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. <laughs> Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Ten Houser Gate. All those moments will be lost. In time, like tears in rain, time to die. All right, guys. Well, with that, tears in the rain. Why are you laughing? Because I brought you down. I love Not it. Not really. Uh-huh. It's a fucking little bit depressing. Why does he have bleach fucking blonde white hair? That's weird as shit. Only my son has that that I know of. That's weird as Maybe hell. he was exposed to like gamma radiation while he was by the Townhauser gate or something. I don't know. It doesn't explain it. Okay. Um, check us out over at thebuttonsmashers.com. Till next week. Don't forget to. Prime and shine. And always give Nazis some weird disease. <laughs> <laughs>